Hello, and welcome back to the Personal Trainer Portal podcast. So what are you laughing at, Pete? You just sounded a bit perverted the way you went. <laughs> oh, that's an, Hello. That's an, that is an <laughs> accusation and a half. I mean, I know you quite well, and I know you are quite perverted. <laughs> Mate, take Hello. that back. <laughs> you, do I believe that? Why? What, on on what evidence? Do you really need me to tell these stories? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because... You could get arrested. Wow, this really is a different way of starting the podcast. So as I was about to say before, Pete laughed and rudely interrupted and made false accusations is episode 94, which are definitely 100% false. Follow these three steps to set up, to set yourself apart from other PTs. So... We're going to say it again. We're on episode 94. So that means what are we doing, Pete? We're closing in on the episode. A (laughs) hundred. Well, that was a drum roll. (laughs) I thought you were just going to say 95. (laughs) Damn it. That would have been a better joke. Yeah, it would. Um, Yeah, we're we're close to 95 now. What comes after that? 96. And then? 97. And then? 98. And what happens after that? Well, we'll probably both go on holiday for a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, we will. Yeah. <laughs> and 99. We'll probably hit 100 at like the end of the year. Yeah, probably the end of next year. I mean, I hope not, considering it's May. It's only just turned May as of recording this. It is. It is. So um, just, just for the listeners, by the way, we started this podcast. I had a quick look. It was July. 2021 so we've been doing this coming up to just shy of two years you know what and it only feels like yesterday because time flies when you're having fun exactly so we used to do religiously once a week but it ends up some weeks it ends up being every week but some weeks it ends up being well some months should i say it ends up being every three weeks we end up recording the pod we're bit we're busy people aren't we busy people work different schedules what can you do? Top is tough at the top. Tough at the top. Thing is, I'm always saying to them, come Pete, we've got to give the listeners what they want. We've got to give them what we want. And, <laughs> and Pete's just like, I just can't. And I'm just like, come on, Pete. Let's just put yeah. some time in our diary. I know. I mean, Jason Lewis, he's got a busy schedule, it fluctuates. But you have to get the weekend, he can be free on the Tuesday. Come, comes the Tuesday, Tuesdays are no more. And we're on a Thursday. Thursdays and then we'll go before we know it on a weekend. Thing is, sometimes we do weekends as well, don't we? That's, we do. That's how um, we never stop, do we? No, literally dedication. Never stop. Well, I don't really know if I've got any subtopics of all the main topics to talk about. I don't know if you've got anything for me. Um, I've got nothing. Wow. I think we should give the listeners what they want, which is. The content. The content. Yeah, you know what? We've, I don't think we've done a podcast in a while where we've gone straight into the meat and gravy. So let's get straight into the meat and gravy. So today, as I said, we're going to be talking about following these three steps to set up, or set your, I keep saying that, to set yourself apart from other PTs. So we're going to go through three different steps. <laughs> Who would have thought, considering it says three steps in the title? Please in the title. All right, Pete, you start us off. And I might elaborate on what you've said, or if you cover it all, like I think it was last week or the week before, where I think you spoke for about 20 minutes straight. 
So Pete, take it away. What's the first step? <laughs> That's not like me. When I get on a tangent, I'm like a steam train. It just can't stop me. I think just to go onto this, Lewis has just made me laugh by smirking in the background. I think the fitness industry, all of us, whether it's you just train in the gym or you coach people or whatever platform within within fitness, we all follow people on social media and there's a big sort of social media gym following, whether it's people looking for a workout, whether it's people look for some business ideas or these so-called PT gurus. And we see those people that are really successful on social media and, and we see, oh, look at the following. They've got loads of followers. And we instantly in our head go, lots of followers equals success. But we just neglect the fact that they're not just the average PT that's starting in a what in a commercial gym, one-to-one PT, they're a lot further down the line with their business. They're, they're probably more of an online coach. They've got different strategies, different, they're chapter 20, we're chapter one in the book. And what they're doing isn't going to mean that, you know, you're going to be successful by just grabbing loads of followers and adding people that go to the gym and all this. They started by just actually talking to people and we bang them on about this, but conversations with real people from real people, PTs yourself equals success further down the line. If you want to go into online coaching and growing your following, that can be something you can add on. But when you start now, if you're in a commercial gym, your customer is literally staring you in the face. They're on the gym floor. They're using the cardio kit. They're using machines badly. They're coming to classes. The the people that maybe ask you, I've got a flight for me. Pizza box and flies on the bus. It's really annoying. (laughs) Does he not not know a podcast? So those people, we've heard the, the phrase, can't see the woods for the trees. That is essentially it. And getting carried away and, and getting millions of followers. How long is that going to take you to do? And you're, you're putting all that time and effort into something that is just a waste of your time at the start. So focus in on real conversations with real people in your gym. That is your audience. That is your customers. And I'm going to cut myself there before I go any further. <laughs> yeah. Well, before I touch on that and you the fly which is annoying you, is <laughs> the arrogance on you. <laughs> it's flying around you, coffee. <laughs> so, <laughs> at first, at first, I'm going to answer that word section. <laughs> wow. So, the fly is literally buzzing around Pete's head the whole time. I think this fly just likes to be on camera. It's still on your head. I can see it. <laughs> Um, Do you want to know a funny story, actually? It just reminds me. So this morning, set our alarms, me and Alex both get up a quarter six, and Alex goes, I think there's a bee in the room. And I'm like, what? 
And she was like, I woke up about an hour ago, so an hour before the alarm. And she said she could hear some buzzing, but she, she wasn't too sure if it was, you know, actually in the room or not. And As, yeah. so she, she ended up saying, I think there's a bee in the room. And I was like, no, I don't know there is. She was like, I think it's underneath, like behind the blind where the window is. So I was like, well, just open the blind. Oh, have a look first. So she opened the blind. She said there was a massive bee, like a queen bee, not Beyonce, a queen bee at the top behind the curtain in our bedroom. I was like, how the hell has that got in? So, yeah, we had at quarter six this morning, we had a bit of a kerfuffle with a massive bee in our bedroom. And that's just reminded me of that, that fly. Well, Is it still there? Right? Yes, proper dozy. I think it's not very well, sir. And what about, the fly? What, about, what about the fly? <laughs> anyway, I'm going to get back to the main topic. So you were saying about social media, the main point we're trying to make here and what Pete just said is don't focus too much of your effort on social media. How many times do you look at people on Instagram, on TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, whatever it is, and you notice these other fitness coaches, PTs who are in the industry who are constantly post on social media and it looks like they've got loads of clients nine times out of ten they probably don't go back to the old school methods and this leads us onto the next step of the three steps which is to set up a tried and tested sales system and what we like to call the conveyor belt if you're an avid listener of the ptp podcast you will know all about the conveyor belt system so what we mean by that, and we're not going to go into too much detail because, as you all know, if you have listened to the podcast, we talk about it quite a lot, but the sales system is that conveyor belt. So what we mean by that is, for people who don't know, it's taken a random member from your public gym, from being a random member where you've never interacted or communicated with them, to being a long-term paying client. And why do we call it, call it the conveyor belt system, you may ask? Well, what we it's an analogy for essentially moving someone from A to B to C to D all the way to becoming a long-term paying client. So just to summarize, the first step of the conveyor belt system is introducing yourself to someone on the gym floor who's a random member. The next would be to strike up a conversation, get to know their, their problems, their struggles, their goals, add some value, show them some exercises, for example. And after that, it would be to create a follow-up meetup. After that, it would then drive into a consultation and then in the consultation, that then drives the sale. And then that then drives the onboarding to becoming a long-term paying client. So there's the sort of five to six steps as an outline summary of it. If, and by the way, we always say this, but do not sell too soon. At no point are you mentioned selling your service until the absolute minimum, the second meetup. So you're not mentioning your PT service in regards to getting them in a consultation. You're just focusing on them, the prospect that is, the gym floor member, and helping them, providing that value. I think as well, just to touch on that point, we took a while to figure that out. Um, yes, that's a good point. We took a long time to figure that out. So in terms of, of that conveyor belt, it is a game changer. When you figure that out and, and get it set up right, and there will be a bit of trial and error with it, but... We, we tell you this stuff to try and push you to know what you're doing quicker than we did so that you can be successful quicker and not have that sort of time wasted that we did trying to figure it out. And there's, 
it goes back to those conversations I'm talking about. The conversations you have on that conveyor belt will take someone from just a simple hello, meeting them in the gym to actually being a paying customer at the end of it. So yeah, really concentrate on that. Another good point as well, I think, is at first, obviously, you're going to have to organically speak to as many people as possible. But once you build a foundation level of clients, and I'm talking only maybe five to eight clients, you can then use referrals as well as the conveyor belt system. So you've actually got two methods of getting clients after that. Because obviously, once you've got no clients, you, you, you can't drive referrals from no clients. So you need to use the conveyor belt system. And once you build up a handful of clients, you can still use our conveyor belt system where you're organically going out to people on the gym floor to drive conversations, but you can also use your current clients to ask for referrals. And then it snowballs. And then before you know it, if you've done it correctly, of course, and that's what we speak about on this podcast every single week and what we actually help people with. If you want to go to the link in the description, we offer free tutorials, free scripts of how to do it. So head to the link in the description for that. But Pete, is there anything else as well what you would advise people in regards to the next steps of setting yourself apart from other PTs? Yeah, I think your third step that's going to be a big one as well is how you portray yourself and how you portray your business, your service, your coaching. So you could entitle this delivering a five-star service. So in your gym, there'll be maybe multiple PTs and some of them might come in, they might not look that smartly dressed, they might not sort the hair out, they might be quite relaxed in their approach because I think you know it's like when you go to the gym you just crack on. But you know, people if they're paying good money, they expect some sort of value and, and some sort of service. And you know what it's like when you go on your holiday and you you book a five-star hotel compared to booking a one or a two or a three-star, there's a difference, isn't there? Other than the price, it's the level of service you get. So in a five-star, you expect it. You expect every need, want, desire to be fulfilled. You know that you should be looked after. In that, if you can put that five-star service that example into how you coach client. So when they come in the gym, they feel like they've booked in that five-star hotel. You know, you're going to welcome them. You're going to look professional. You're going to done your hair, smell lovely, welcome them, have a smiling face and encourage them to get the best hour, 45 minutes, whatever, however long you coach them for, to have a really good time so they enjoy themselves. If they have a really good time and enjoy themselves, they're going to probably get the most out of their training and their time with you. So you want them to come in and instantly think, yeah, right, Lewis, Pete, can see why you're charging this. They, won't tell, they, might, they might tell you that, but they should be thinking that because you've welcomed them and you're giving them the highest service possible, whether that's the value you give them, maybe the resources you give behind the scenes, other than the stuff the face-to-face -face stuff in the session, whether you give them a reminder when they've booked in to what time they're in, whether it's maybe a welcome pack you give them when they first sign up. There's tons of different ways that you can make yourself 
be miles above the competition. And yeah. And then it goes on to all the, your framework of how your business is set up. How do you check in with your clients? Other than when you see them, is there a resource online or a, a platform that they can fill in their progression? How do they send their pictures? Do you prompt them to send through some information so you can keep checking along the line? It, it, it's not just how you are with them. It's the, the behind the scenes. A five-star hotel only works if the stuff you don't see is working to the max. You know, that they've got a, a number of staff and they've got high quality standards and structures that allow them to clean the room so they're amazing, allow them to cook meals that are tasty. And it's all that stuff you don't see. And it's a, similar with how you offer your package and how you package it. I agree. And I just want to add an extra bonus step. And we have spoken about this in earlier podcast episodes. That's what we teach people in the PT, PTP business course as well. But the bonus step is to differentiate yourself in the way you actually charge your clients. So most PTs, and I'm not saying this is wrong because I still do it, but most PTs will charge per session. For, for example, they might charge 40 quid for a one-off session pay as you go but then you might do a block of 10, which works out to 35 quid per session. So they get a bit of a discount. What we teach and what I have done in the past and still do with some people is as opposed to charging per session and per hour of time, charge for an end result. So you could say that to someone in a consultation, and of course this is bypassing everything in regards to getting them to the consultation. But once you've got them, you could say, well, Gary, you want by the end of 12 weeks to lose a stone, you want to build a bit of muscle and you want to gain a bit of strength. Well, how about I have a 12 week package where I can guarantee by the end of the 12 weeks, you would have lost some fight, you would have lost that stone and you would have built a bit of muscle. This is how we're going to do it. We're going to get you trained three days a week, upper, lower and a conditioning session. Outside of the sessions, we're going to be focusing on your nutrition. You're going to be with me once per week in the gym. But the other two sessions you're going to be doing by yourself, but I'm going to be planning those and programming those for you so that you've got everything there. You're never left to your own devices. You have that accountability, you have the structure, and you're building up the knowledge so that by the end of the 12 weeks, you've got this X result. And then after the 12 weeks, if you want to, we can carry on working together. So that way, I'm delivering an end result, and this way you can charge a higher rate. So you could, because you're mixing PT, and online coaching essentially. So I'm saying you're char charging a higher rate. You might actually charge something, something similar. So let's just say for 12 weeks, you charge 500 quid for 12 weeks. And yes, you see them once per week, but per hour of time, you're actually earning more. So this, uh, that is a very short and down summary of packaging your service. And we speak about this. If you want to actually see a full training on this again, head to the link in the description, but this is one extra bonus tip to separate yourselves from other PTs. Have you got anything else for Rodby? No, I think, I think you've covered it well there. Spot on. Well, it's a little bit of a shorter one today. They're just about to hit 20 minutes. That is, that is short for us. Because uh, I cut myself short on the first point and that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there was a fly involved. And yeah. Wait fly till involved. I finish this because that flies in trouble. <laughs> just trying yeah, to get in on the fame, isn't he? I know. It's not on like, isn't fame it? Fame holdery fly. 
<laughs> I'm hungry with fire. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed this episode, episode 94. Another six to go, we're on that 100. Don't forget to send your recommendations and what we should do. Yes, do that, please. Hope you enjoyed it, and we Cheers, will guys. see you in the next one. Bye.